Live from our respective apartments. I'm gonna do that a little louder. <laughs> that was low energy. Yeah, that energy. was so sedate. That was so low energy, like, live from our respective apartments. It's the bedroom dance. <laughs> it's the rumba edition of Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges. Katie Clay and Marva. Chris Stockham Goodman. Katie, welcome to the podcast. We're using that. We're keeping it. This is already off to a real great start, you guys. It's just meaningful plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective. I'm Chris. She's Katie. We got fun stuff in store. We've got rumbas, we've got spray tans, we've got a couple of tens, we've got it all. And we don't have enough samba rolls. Yeah, I put a pin in that. That's not what we're here for right now. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. I'm... You and I haven't spent hours of our lives trying to perfect a samba roll, only to watch an episode of Dancing with the Stars where the samba is heavily featured, where we get... Not not one, not two, but zero samba rolls. It's fine. It's fine. We also have shock and awe. We have a lot of... We are talking about two episodes, and we are going to be eulogizing three contestants. Yeah. It's a strange one, folks. It is a strange one. Should we kick it off? With our week four exity, what do you call them? Eliminated couple? That's no fun. Our week four eliminated couple. Uh, our wrongly eliminated couple. Let's get that out of the way right now. Wrongly eliminated. We will have a lot of thoughts about that. We are going to start this episode off discussing the wonderful, the lovely, the perfect... Vivica A. Fox. Katie, I cannot believe this. I mean, I knew it. I knew it. You didn't. I knew it. And I was just like, it's horrible. It's wrong. It's worse than I remembered. Because she is great. Uh, you know, my week one impression of her was not the level that I wanted it to be. Yeah. yeah. But she is so improved both in dance and I think her personality in the packages comes off so much better following week one. Mm -hmm. And so for mm -hmm. her to go in week four, especially considering we got a lot of pins. I don't yeah. want to say all the things, but just roll with it. Roll with the vagities. Guys, it's an early morning yes. recording. I'm on coffee. I'm not going to be coherent. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. We are going to get through this together because that's the only way that we can get through this. And it's she the only way we can emotionally so support much. each other for Vivica. Amen. Amen to that. She was so much fun. Like, I adored her. She, I, like, I think I maybe had a little bit more of a favorable response to her in week one, but, like, I, I wouldn't say that she has been my favorite where I'm, like, all in on Vivica, but I have had so much fun watching her. She has really seemed to kind of 
own who she is and like not that there was really a shell that she needed to come out of but she came out of her shell like she seemed like she was having so much fun on this show Mm -hmm. she clearly was giving it a lot of her like passion her time her interest she was having fun she was doing well she was doing well yeah and I, I guess I just don't understand. She was never in the bottom two up until this week. Yeah. And I mean, this is not her best dance, but this is not a dance that really should have landed her in the bottom. No, and it was like, we can talk about the dance now, but like, it was a good dance. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it was the best pasta doble that I've ever seen, but like, it was a very unique Paso with the costuming because she was in like a light blue. It almost looked like a Moroccan dress. Um, and like the dress kind of looked heavy, but like she was whipping it and she was shaping the dress. Like she did everything that she needed to do very well. Mm-hmm. It was very much like a flamenco dress yeah. just in like a light blue. And the problem was the lower half of it, like the waist down was really big and looked, like you said, it, it looked heavy. heavy. It looked bulky. Yeah. It, to me, the dress was kind of like swallowing her up. I can I can 100% see that. But I think she did a good job of using it and like because she was holding her dress for a lot of it and was you know swishing it and swaying it so like I feel like there was a reason it was heavy and I think it it fell a little short I think it did Mm -hmm. swallow her up but then I think that she did her best to use it to her advantage as much as she could oh she definitely did her dancing seemed a little stompy at times uh Mm -hmm. just kind of a little like clompy and quick question did she almost fall over at the beginning of the dance or was that just me i there i think so i believe so i thought there was a couple of small like timing issues where i think she kind of got off a little bit so i do think she almost fell over yeah um the dance which was performed to bon jovi's it's my life uh scored straight eights for a 24 but I, I just cannot believe this was the end of Vivica A. Fox on the show. No, I cannot either. Also, I like- just so everybody knows, Carver is making a guest appearance right now. Carver yeah. the cat. Katie's cat also, we were just about to start recording and then the cat threw up. So we had to take a slight pause. So the cat is on nobody's... <laughs> nobody's good list right now no no he is not yeah it just and like the judges all really did not that they raved about it but they all had very complimentary things to say about it because dance like i don't think anyone could have predicted that this was her time to go well i'm not sure where the people to talk about this because we are both midwestern white people but the bottom two when vivica went home were her and monique yep and both of them were like very much in the middle of the pack of scoring wise 
but both have done consistently quite well with the judges. Mm -hmm. And given some of the history of Dancing with the Stars, Mm -hmm. I just, this does make me question, maybe is there something to be said about Black women on Dancing with the Stars that they can be really good, they can be such good dancers, you can expect them to go far, and oftentimes they get eliminated early because the audience doesn't vote for them. I mean, I I don't know if there's something there, and it's hard for me, who like loves the show and wants to defend it at every turn, but there is a pattern of this. There are exceptions. I mean, you I was... have black female winners. You have yes. ones who have gone quite far. Yes. But you can think of some of the notable ones where they went real early despite being really good at dancing. Mm-hmm. And you and I have had conversations during some of those seasons where we were like, oh, we just didn't connect with that person. We just didn't mm-hmm. care about them. And is there is there some sort of inherent racial bias there i don't like i said i'm not sure we're the people and i'm not sure this is the platform to really delve into that Mm -hmm. um but i had a discussion about this fairly recently and i was kind of defending the show tooth and nail i was like no it doesn't have a problem and then i watched this and just thought okay maybe there is (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's I think especially with Vivica, and I guess I don't know if I'm thinking about this incorrectly, I think of her as this, like, A-list, wonderfully known, you know, actress. So I would think she would have a large audience backing her. Mm -hmm. I would think that she would have a lot of people in her corner just because she's such a notable name. So I think that it was a complete shock that she went home. And I think that your point has a lot of validity to it. And I think it's easy to point to, you know, Lori Hernandez or Amber Riley or, you know, some of those winners or people who have, you know, Zendaya was in the final finals, you know. Um, but then you do think of like Simone Biles's run on the show and there was a lot that went on there where you know judges are telling her to smile more and things like that and I definitely think that I think there is a lot of validity to your point and I think it is important for us to call attention to it because I think that that is the best way to be an ally Mm -hmm. because even I as I think about some of the episodes we have done so far Mm -hmm. I can I mean I already said it. My week one impression of Vivica was just kind of like, she's sort of bland. She's sort of this. And yet we had like, an, we had other people that I was like, oh, they're kind of bland. And yet like we talked more about them. We had more fun. Like we talked so much about Sarah Evans and I just like found her so forgettable in week one. And mm-hmm. we talked so much about her. And then Vivica, I was like, I'll be ready to move on. And is that, like, I don't know, you just, you want to turn to that, or even, I mean, yes, I might have had thoughts about Jerry Rice, and then you have people that kind of fit that same mold that this season, Mm -hmm. even I'm like, okay, well, I just like them more, even though 
like why was jerry rice the subject of my ire like you you just want to examine those things and i'm not saying yeah. like oh my gosh this is horrible but i'm even i'm like i it just makes me wonder are are we feeding into this or am i feeding into this mm-hmm. same thing that i'm on one hand trying to question about the show's audience mm-hmm. and then i'm guilty of doing the same thing today mm-hmm yeah, it's a very interesting thought exercise to go down. And I think, too, like, maybe in the future we can have an episode where we really do kind of dive into that. And maybe we don't, because maybe we aren't the right people to talk about it. I I don't know. But by the same token, I mean, to generalize, I my guess is that the audience for Dancing with the Stars, and I mean, I think we kind of know this, the joke probably kind of is it's a lot of like midwestern older white women who watch the show and talk about the show and Mm -hmm. so with that in mind isn't this the audience that should be examining these issues of implicit inherent bias that we're bringing to the show because if we are the audience should we be the ones figuring out is there an issue Mm -hmm. and what can we do to fix it so this might not i mean like you said this might not be the time because considering everything that we have a lot of episode left to go and you know we're gonna get real silly real stupid yeah and so so i don't know it's it's just something to think about and i've kind of been reflecting on it because you said it we want to be allies we want to we want to make sure that we are addressing these things and considering them and, and helping as we can. And yet there are some things where I'm like, have I been contributing to the same thing that I am maybe starting to recognize as a problem? So that's why I bring it up. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important to recognize the role that we all play in it and to, um, to shed a light on it and then to recognize it, to to change our ways. You know, it'd be one thing if you recognize this and then said, and I'm just gonna keep hating Jerry Rice for the rest of my life, it, you know, that, but we, we can't do that. We have to grow. Mm-hmm. We have to love Jerry Rice, Chris. I'm not ready to say that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until we get him on the podcast. Before we move on, I would just like to um, thank one of my multiple friends named Alex for kind of discussing some of these things with me, like helping me process some of that. Who knows if he listens to the podcast, but you know what? Shout out him. So shout him out. So unfortunately, this is the end of Vivica A. Fox after four weeks, Mm -hmm. which is. And it is a shame. It is. Yep biggest shame in the world mm-hmm. it's it's not correct so now we move on it's not correct and now mm-hmm. we have to move on to joey lawrence and edita slovinska yes okay let's talk about let's talk about them because katie you said it before if alec mazo didn't exist this is edita's forever partner this is her yes. forever dance partner. They yes. dance so well together. 
I've said it before, they're so complimentary of each other. But mm-hmm. they just look right dancing next to each other. They look correct. They really do. They really do. And like, I know that we can discuss some of the professional dancers. Like we say that Sharna is, you know, an aggressive dancer. Cheryl is an aggressive dancer. And I, I've never really thought that about Edna. I've never thought that she was, you know, a specific type of dancer. But it just seems like something about dancing with Joey we have not seen it before and I don't think we'll see it after like they truly do just bring out the best in each other and Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what it is like I don't know but they have it they have magic well we know she would kind of describe herself as as a as an animal as an animalistic dancer, you might say she tends to move like a panther, um, a panthera, excuse me. And she ever said that before? I've never heard that before. I know this is a this is breaking, breaking news on the podcast. Um, yeah. So I think if you would describe her, she will tend to like attack moves, and something with Joey because Joey as a dancer tends to be very flowing he'll hit moves but he like flows into them and i almost feel like edita is doing a little bit more of that it it is a little more flowing Mm -hmm. it is a little bit Mm -hmm. like smoother this is not to say she has not been a good dancer before him Oh, no, because she's, like, like, one of my favorite pros. She's great. But it's almost like she's vaguely adjusting her style to work with him. Mm-hmm. And it's so mm-hmm. good. I mean, honestly, hot take. This might be the best ever... That's a lie. This is one of the top... <laughs> One of one of the best ever pairings of pro and dancer. Yeah. I also just want to call out, I know exactly who you thought of that made you stop. <laughs> you absolutely thought of Eminem too now, and then you were like, mm, one of the top. <laughs> Katie, um, you know not I'm- only not only is she one of the best dancers that was ever on the show, but that partnership was perfect yeah um joey is not necessarily one of like i wouldn't necessarily put joey in one of the best ever dancers on the show but they are one of the best partnerships definitely top three maybe top two i agree um i did kind of think joey is like kind of a low-key kind of vibe like Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily look at joey and say he's charming but I feel like he's very relatable. Like he, despite being an actor who has been in the industry for so long, I just feel like he seems like the guy next door. Like his personality doesn't necessarily pop. It doesn't necessarily dazzle or charm, but there's still something about him that you like relate to. You know what I'm saying? I would almost say because he is so relatable, that makes him pop. Because I was like, you're not wrong. It's so low key, but it pops because he is just like, he feels like your friend. 
Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. He just feels like somebody you're friends with. So, it, I mean, his packages aren't necessarily, like, the funniest. They aren't the most, like you said, they're not necessarily the most charming. They're not the most, like, ridiculous. Yeah. But they just feel like they are so pleasant to watch. And you just like him because it's like, oh, yeah, he's, like, my best friend that we just, like, hang out. And we, and and he feels that way with Edita. Like, it's just so easy mm -hmm. that's the thing it's just so easy with him yeah so um in week four they performed a waltz really graceful really great extensions yeah. he moves so purposefully like that's the thing he is somebody like i said who kind of flows into moves but mm -hmm. they flow with energy you know that yeah. they're like going to a point um, it just, it went very well. And my favorite thing in the middle of the dance was that he just like started be like, it was a genuine, like beaming. Cause you could tell he knew that this dance uh -huh. was going so well for them. Yeah, he could really feel it. I thought I loved Edita's. Her skirt was like a pink ombre skirt and I loved that. It looked so cute how it went from like a pale pink to more of like a darker neon pink. Um, I thought, I do agree with everything that you said. I did think a couple of his arm placements were kind of like awkwardly far back and I can't tell if he was just trying to extend or what, but there were a couple of times where I was like, watch your arm placements because they're looking a little like awkwardly strenuous I guess is the mm -hmm. right I don't know they looked like they were placed a little weird um but I thought it was a very good dance I didn't think it was his best dance but like with Joey like you said you can tell when he's feeling it and it just that's why we watch the show is because you want to see people take ownership of what they're doing on the dance floor and you love to see the joy that it brings them like when when he can't hide it because it you know it's coming from a very personal place and like that's why I watch the show is to see people have those moments mm -hmm. yeah he he has it I will not disagree with you perhaps he extends a little was extending a little far in that dance but some of it again he was beaming he was feeling it and that sometimes mm -hmm. if you kind of let that really take over and be like this is going so well i'm going even bigger it can yeah that energy can take you a little over the line but a really a really strong dance for them uh they Absolutely. got straight nines and i will not argue it mm -hmm. in week five a latin week uh they led off the night with a samba to freedom and i I loved their package for this week. They were having so much fun together. This is 100% how you said he just feels like your best friend. Like, Ed said something about, like, he's making fun of a move. He calls it a chicken move. And she's like, I'm telling you, everybody does this. And he just is like, I'm telling you, everybody does this. Well, I don't want to do it. Like, it, they were, like, mocking each other. It was so much fun to watch. And I... I love packages like that where there's, that's not the focus of the package. They just throw that in there. But like, it's so much fun to watch their partnership. 
Well, I think it says a lot that with Joey and in that package, it didn't feel overly produced. It was just kind of, here are things that they did, here are things that happened. Like, it's not, oh, we have to go to a thing or we have to do this. It's just kind of, Mm -hmm. you know what, they're fun in rehearsal. Let's just kind of show them working on this. Yeah. I was actually kind of a little disappointed with the first half of the dance because it Mm -hmm. felt like they took a long time to really get it started. Um, Mm -hmm. They kind of danced separately in small little solo moments, but they weren't doing, Mm -hmm. like neither of them were doing too much. And then eventually it was dancing. So it wasn't even like messing about. It was just kind of like a slow going to start it. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the middle, a lot of feet, a lot of hip motions for him. And he did them very well. He's not the best dancer of the season. But he is doing a very good job. And I I just cannot help but root for him so much. He's really making a case for himself. Like, despite not being, you know, he doesn't wow like, say, Mario does. And he doesn't charm like, say, Emmett does. But, like, he is really making a case for himself to say like hey i'm still notable like you should Mm. still pay attention to me and Um, he he also doesn't he also doesn't necessarily have like a compelling storyline like um a couple like jerry is somebody like who is is kind of somehow coming into his own despite being old and not necessarily coordinated he doesn't have like the here are these people who didn't necessarily start so well and they're having like comeback stories or like look at their progression Mm -hmm. like he kind of has started well and is the same level of like it's kind of the same level and yet he has found a way to make a case for himself it's yeah like truly i can't think of many other contestants on the show ever who are this sort of thing like, he doesn't have mm-hmm. a compelling arc. He doesn't have the the immense charm or the best talent. And yet, he's somebody that I'm like, I would not be mad if he won this season. Yep. Amen. Amen. Um, I agreed with everything you said about the dance. I felt like they were, it just felt like a tame samba. It never felt like they went for it. And... I think it was lacking that. I think you wanted them to just go for it and just attack the dance, but they never, they never did. You know what might have helped it feel less tame? What? Maybe a samba role. Maybe. You would think that we would be discussing samba roles. It's so frustrating. Sometimes I hate this show so much, but sometimes I love this show so much. <laughs> I hate it so much because nobody gave me a samba role. This show is garbage. It's garbage, mama. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Honestly, I want to talk to all of the professional dancers and be like, why didn't you give me a samba role? On Latin night of season three, that was the real flop era of Dancing with the Stars. I mean, amen. Get me a producer on the phone, stat. Well, we will discuss Joey so much more next week because he's moving on. Mm-hmm. And now let's move to the other side. If 
Joey doesn't necessarily always provide the wow factor, but provides consistency. Let's talk about the wow factor. Let's talk about Mario Lopez and Karina Smirnoff. In week four, Mario and Karina performed a paso to end the night. What did you feel about our Latin lovers paso doble? Okay, they are so good together. But? But this was such a fast paso. And I have never thought of a paso as being a fast dance. And so, like, I honestly really agreed with what Len said because Len was like, like, you are good, but I disagree with what the other judges are saying. And then him and Bruno get into it and things like that. But like, he did lose some posture at times. Like, it was. It was a really good dance, but I feel like it was so fast and there was so much to it that you were more looking at the content and not looking at the technique. And I do think the technique was lacking. The way you just spelled it out somehow made me go, you might have noticed my face getting a lot redder. Yeah. Because uh, I was just like, I'm ready to fight you. And then as you said that, I was just like, oh, she does have a point. <laughs> Doesn't happen often, but occasionally she has a point. Well, no, you like talked me down and like explained, well, Katie, I'm just saying you're like good at this. Oh my God, thank you. Um, I, I mean, I, I get that because you're, you're correct in a paso, it is the bullfighter. It is mm -hmm. like big and it's supposed to be like a little bit like scary. It's supposed mm -hmm. to be kind of angry. And because they were doing so much content, I guess I could see that he may have lost some of that like angry posturing for we are going for another move. We're going for this. Mm -hmm. I was, I mean, it worked on me. It wowed me. The, the pyrotechnics got me going. And I was like, let's go. Um, yeah, it blew me away. It blew me away. Like it, you, you couldn't look away from the dance. Like it was they are so much fun to watch because like the way he flares his arms the way he just like moves mm -hmm. his head and like pops it and yeah. it, like the way he spins he's just like absolutely incredible she is dancing lights out like karina is yeah. dancing so well it's it's just it's impeccable i'm i'm gonna say it right now mm -hmm. It is impeccable. Um, and then the dance ends and they just like go and are clearly like so nervous about the judges because they've spent oh, yeah. two weeks breaking the every single rule and just getting reamed. So I love how mm -hmm. they're not defensive. They're just apprehensive. Oh, 100%. I will say, too, I kind of thought that there might have been a lift. She had, like, one leg up, and he spun her, and I was watching that foot like no other, and I swear to God, it lifted off the floor. Oh, you know my eyes were on it like a hawk, and I did not think it lifted. So okay. I was like, hey, okay. good for them. <laughs> yep. Good for them. I mean, 
it, it truly is. I think if his technique could have been a little bit more consistent, it would have been a 30 because it scored a 29. It scored very well. I, I agree. He just, he has such an innate skill. Oh, 100%. And he is utilizing it. Karina is capitalizing on it. I mean, what more can they do right now? What more can they be doing? Nothing more. So um, let's move on to, we get to talk about our first rumba of the season. Katie and my favorite dance. We we love this. Okay. We love this style. But if you tell me that Mario Lopez and Karina are doing a rumba. Excuse me. Say her I name again. Like, Excuse me. Say her name again. Mario Lopez and... I'm cueing you. Mario Lopez and... No, I want you to say it. I can't say it the right way. You know this, Karina. Okay, but no, no. What you have to do, instead of the R, you just turn it into a, a small little D, like Karina. Karina. Yeah, like that's that's the way to fake do a roll R, is just to just think of a D sound. So like Karina. Karina. Yeah. Karina. Karina. Okay. Okay. This has been Vocal Listener. Techniques with Chris. Listener, you can also now pretend to roll your R's. Okay. So, Mark and Karina. Um, I don't even know what I was going to say, though. <laughs> I mean, they are definitely playing up a showmance for them, and I've thought that since Ugh. week two, and I'm like, ugh. Because Mario's they're mine. because Stop they're it, well th because their friendship is just so genuine that I just want yeah. it to be a story about them being like just legitimate friends with each other. Yeah. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. If you tell me that Mario Lopez and Karina are going to do a rumba, I am already fanning myself because I'm so excited for what this dance is going to bring. And I have thoughts, but I'll let you say some stuff first. Um, did you really enjoy the package where Mario's like, we have a really, I have a really busy week this week. So we have to like do a lot of early training. Like we're literally going right from the results show to practice. And it seems like the package is setting up for Mario is so busy. Here's kind of like a traveling package. Here is a, we are struggling to do all this stuff. And instead, suddenly it becomes, you know, Karina really needs to loosen up. Let's go to my friend's pool and just play in the pool. Listen, if you want to give me shirtless Mario Lopez in a package, I am not going to complain. You would be surprised to hear me complain about it. And yet... Yeah. It was so stupid. Yeah, they had, like we said, like him and Joey, I mean, Len makes the comment that he and Joey are kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum. And like the producers are treating them on opposite ends of the spectrum too, because Mario has had, at least in these two weeks, two very overly produced, you know, I'm going to introduce Karina to my family. I'm going to go to the pool with Karina. Like it, they're both um like i just want to watch you two rehearsing yeah 
So the rumba is to the way you look tonight, which I thought was a really interesting song to turn into like Aladdin rhythm, but it really worked yeah. for me because I love that song. I love Fred and Ginger dancing to that song. It is mm-hmm. one of my like go to because I watch a lot of Fred and Ginger videos on YouTube. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Um, and so I was like, okay, a rumba. Here we go. But I thought it really worked for me. Um, I thought it had a lot of chemistry. It's pretty... I I really hate that I'm going to use this word a lot in this episode. But how how do you do anything else when we're talking about the rumba? It was like... It was pretty sexy. Um, however, in the Paso, his like sharpness really works. In the rumba, he needed to tamp that down a little bit and go a little bit softer, a little bit smoother in between things. Carrie Ann said something I really agreed with, that she said he kind of clips his motions. And that's when she said that, I was like, that put words, that put better words to what I was thinking. Like, that it wasn't a sharpness. It was clipped. Yeah. I like how she said that's a stylistic choice. Like, she's not saying that he is, like, incorrect in doing it. Like, she knows that there's a purpose behind why he's doing it. But I could not, I 100% agreed with her. I think part of it is that's the style that he's danced every time. Like, this is something he's always doing. It's not necessarily appropriate for the rumba, is the thing. Yeah. So, yes, it's a stylistic choice, but I also just think that's, like, inherently the way that he is dancing. And so, Mm -hmm. on a dance like the rumba, he needs to do a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. I want to see him do ballroom again. This is, like, we're talking about two Latin dances. That's what we've just seen him do. I kind of need to see Mario do ballroom again and do it in a way that actually follows the rules. So that we can kind of better see where Mario is at. Okay, you talk about the rumba. I'm talking too much. I just, I was so disappointed with it. And let me also, I feel like I need to say first, like, he danced the rumba very well. It was, he did, it was a very good dance. I just... I wished that he was more fluid in his motions, which you touched on. And I felt like this one was very Karina heavy. I felt like Karina was doing a lot of the heavy lifting when it came to the contents of the dance. It felt like a lot of times he was just kind of standing and, you know, moving his hips around while she was kind of like dancing to him or around him. And I was like, I wanted to see more of him. Um, And I felt like, I but didn't necessarily... Oh, go ahead. But that, that feels like a rumba thing to have the female do a lot of the heavy lifting. I mean, I I can kind I You're not wrong, but I still felt like he wasn't doing much. I, like, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm just saying, yeah. like, because there are things that he can do anyway. But when I think of a rumba, I tend to think of the female first. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I just, I didn't necessarily feel like seduction between them. I wasn't feeling a lot of chemistry between them. Um, so I just, I was disappointed on the dance and like, he still did it well. He still performed well. And it could very well just be that I don't like rumbas. That could very well be the thing. Katie, you don't like rumbas? I've never known that about you. It's groundbreaking news. No one has ever said those words before, but I don't like rumbas. Um, but they score well, you know, they get a 27, they get straight nines from the judges. So, I mean, all in all, it was a good dance. It just, it didn't do it for me. All right. So what, tell the people their score, Katie. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I did earlier, but I'll do it again for you. Oh, you did? They scored a 27. They got, yeah. (laughs) I'm listening to you. I hear you and I see you. Yeah, I can really feel it right now. They scored a 27. They got straight nines from the judges. Good. Thank you for saying that a second time. I I know that. If Mario left me disappointed, we finally got to see the reason why our next contestant is on the show. We got to watch Jerry Springer and Kim Johnson perform a waltz in week four. And I felt so many feelings. I cried, I think, for the first time while watching Dancing with the Stars since we've been doing our our recapping. I felt all of the emotions. Their package was wonderful. It was literally just all talking about how Jerry is such a family man. I mean, Kim calls him a beautiful family man. He is rehearsing and he has to walk away from Kim because he gets tears in his eyes. I felt everything. It was so sweet. It was so emotional. I hate how much I am rooting for him. Because like, because I, I mean, as soon as he gets the waltz done, it's like, okay, I'll be good to be rid of him. And yet, I'm like, no, now we can't ever lose Jerry Springer. I refuse. I love him. He's, he is once again, he is the exact right tone for what the show is going for in the early days. And he is just, he is a delight. Their waltz to the Tennessee waltz was just so sweet. It was so nice. He danced it quite well. My favorite moment of the waltz though there was a moment where Kim appears to just like move her hand down just a little bit, like under his elbow and then just lifts it up and just like adjusts his frame mid dance. And I loved that Uh so much that I was like, she knows and she's just trying to be as subtle as possible. Yeah. It just, it made me laugh in between the, oh, this is so sweet. And then they end the dance where of course he goes over to hug his daughter and she just is like beaming. Kim is crying. He just looks emotional. I mean, it was, it was was everything. I knew, I knew the hug was coming. He's, you know, they're dancing. I knew if he sets, if it didn't, it would have been, it would have been a mistake. 
he sets Kim down on the steps and then he gracefully walks over to his daughter. I know what's coming. I know what's about to happen. And then he hugs her and I just start sobbing. And I'm like, this is so beautiful. And I knew it was coming. I was not shocked about it, but I felt, I'm like tearing up right now thinking about it. It was so precious. It was so sweet. You're a beautiful disaster. I love, I love you. I love him. I mean, <laughs> the the thing about the dance in the end is it is not perfect. It is like kind of sedate no. and what it is. And yet you don't want it to get a low score. And it does, it does all right by the judges. Seven, seven, eight for a 22. Yep. And I'm not going to fault it, but I'm like, you know, the people are going to vote for this and they do. And yeah, I'm not mad absolutely. about it. I mean... I, but I also wouldn't have been mad. This is going to sound so terrible. Despite me being like, I am rooting for Jerry. I would not lose him. I would have also been like, okay, he did his waltz. Goodbye. Okay, here's the thing. Without watching week five, I would have said, you're right. I am about to shock you. <laughs> Jerry Springer, I the king of the samba. samba. Honestly, I think the samba was his best dance to date. I literally, I feel so crazy saying this. It seemed natural. It felt like it came so easy to him. Like it, it blows my mind, but like, I really thought he performed the heck out of that Samba. I can't disagree with you. Right? Um, but. There is butt coming. So part of what made it seem so natural, because it was a very fun Samba. He starts with maracas. Yeah. And I one of the yep. things that he is clearly doing is he is kind of treating this in a sort of jokey tone. I think it's Bruno calls yep. him the Brazilian nut. And yep. he he is doing that. And he's like, I know it's, this is ridiculous that Jerry Springer is doing a Samba. I have like a half exposed chest with this like yep. deep v-neck and so he was kind of approaching it like i'm kind of almost like making fun of this sort of joking like how am i doing this i'm going kind of small and subtle in my moves which really worked for it mm -hmm. so here is where i am not sure if the dance went towards problematic territory maybe i'm overreacting about this so he put a really nice lightness in it, but at times the way he was like moving his wrists, the way he was moving his arms kind of felt like he was trying to go for like a feyness, a femininity. Some might say almost like a joking, like, oh my God. Like, I, I don't want to say he was like doing a like gay caricature, but that's kind of what it felt like he was sort of going for. And, okay. and that made me a little uncomfortable. But yeah. at the same time, that's part of what made the dance work. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm just like, I mean, I just think about the way he moves, moved his wrists and like, you can't tell me the way he was doing like the flare or the this, which I mean, you, you, the listener are not getting the visual, visual component, 
but like katie would you not agree that like doing this doing this is like kind of doing a gay stereotype sort of thing i would say yes i would absolutely say yes it's hard now i feel like i need to go back and rewatch the dance because like i guess i wasn't picking up on that and i i would like to re-examine it but then of course there's also sort of the i mean when we think of like I mean, you can definitely think of Brazilian culture or uh, like the classic Legally Blonde, the <laughs> Legally Blonde, the musical joke of the, are they gay or European? I mean, like there is a certain like femininity that like American men, American straight men like will not embrace. Um, and so like he was kind of doing that. So I, I can't say he's like doing a gay joke. And yet there was yeah. a certain aspect that I was like, I don't know, it maybe is segging into that, but I might just be being too sensitive because it was a very funny dance. It was very fun. Somehow mm -hmm. he looked good doing it. Jerry Springer looked great doing a samba. Which you never thought you would say those words. Yeah. Yeah, and it was his highest scoring dance of the season. He got a 24. He got straight eights. I mean, it worked for him. Len's critique to Jerry of like, Jerry, just between us. Like, we know these things. Yeah. We know you can't really do the dance, but I'm going to give you the highest score I've given you because it was just so entertaining. It was so much fun. And I was like, mm -hmm. I cannot fault Len Goodman. Like, Len is correct. Um well, and Len said that he looks forward to Jerry more than any other contestant because of the age and all of mm -hmm. those things. But like, it was, I think it was very sweet to say that to Jerry. I think we are all just rooting for him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Blame it on the spray tan, which thank God, <laughs> also, we, thank God we finally got a spray tan package. I absolutely love, he gets the spray tan he looks at the camera. He's kind of starting to like walk away and he's like, eat your heart out, Mario. Like I loved Jerry in these two episodes. He was so funny. He's, he is having so much fun on the show. Yes. And even at the, in his interview with Samantha, where he started talking about like, he wants new people to vote for him. He wants to get convicts to be able to use their one call to vote for him, which I thought yep. was so funny. But uh, like, a couple weeks ago, he was saying, you guys, I absolutely should not still be here. You don't have to vote for me. And now he's uh -huh. like in it to win it. And I love that for him. Yep. You never thought, you never thought we were going to still see Jerry by the end of week five going into week six. You never thought it when we first announced him. Katie told me she thought he was the first one out. I can't remember if that was on pod or not, but like Katie thought Jerry Springer was going home first. Mm -hmm. And now here we are. What an, what a time to be alive. Let's go. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Let's go to another person that I don't have a natural segue for. It's time for Monique Coleman. She leads off week four with a waltz. Mm -hmm. And Katie, I know you, for reasons, Katie, when she first watched it, only saw the dance, had to go back, watch the package later. Katie, 
what did you think of the yeah. thing as a whole? I feel like I need to like call back to what you talked about at the beginning of this podcast when we were discussing Vivica, because I think Monique got a very, not harsh, but I feel like a interesting package where like Louie calls her a diva. We're watching her not fight, but like when Louie will, you know, say, oh, you stepped off on your left foot and she'll be like, no, I didn't. Like she's really kind of fighting back with him. And so when I watched Trust the Dance, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. She's crying at the end. And I'm like, oh, I must have missed something so meaningful in her package. And so then to watch the package and then watch the dance, I was like, well, these two things aren't adding up. I'm not seeing why this would evoke so much emotion from her. Um, but I did like, she said it's much easier to wow people than it is to woo people. And I loved that. I thought that was great. Um, Louis talks about wants to make people feel things in a minute and 30 seconds without saying anything. So like, I liked those aspects of the package, but it didn't quite fit what we were served in the dance, you know? Yeah, I like her. I really do like Monique. Yeah. There's there's also a sense of like the show isn't really giving us a lot of her. Like she's she's kind of in the same I wonder if it's the Disney curse. I wonder if it's Disney. I know. I I can't it's it's hard to tell. And and part of it is like I think in general, from what we've seen of her just in general she she doesn't necessarily appear to be the biggest personality kind of in the same way that joey is she seems like she's kind of a generally more reserved person and it takes a lot to sometimes get big emotion from her like having her mom come and and i think it's really interesting to discuss weeks four and five with her together because week five in some ways kind of illuminates Mm -hmm. I think part of week four that um, for their rumba, Carrie Ann kind of says like, you just tend to be very like intimately emoting and like inwardly and you need to kind of put more of that out there. And some of that might come from, she is a TV movie actress. So she's used to like, close-ups this sort of thing to show your personality whereas this you kind of need to project to the back rows yeah and and i think that kind of comes across in their waltz Mm -hmm. that she knows like okay we have a minute and a half to move people not wow them but so to do that moving emotional sort of thing she's going kind of smaller i think that's kind of my thing with monique right now is that when it's not a fun emotion, when it's not like a big like party sort of thing, she just kind of goes a little more inward. I don't know. I just, I like her and I'm rooting for her. I thought the waltz was nice. Mm -hmm. Louis choreographed a really beautiful routine. Absolutely. Like she has such natural grace. Um, I thought she needed a little more leg extension in this one. And oh boy, she is going to deliver. (laughs) 
in a moment, but it, like a little more leg extension would have been nice in this waltz, but Ledin thought there was too much and too many splits. <laughs> well, her split move was beautiful, but like Louis is like holding her hands. She goes into a split. She comes up. She goes into another split. She comes up. She goes into a third split. She comes up. And like it, it was so smooth. It was beautiful. I get Len's point because Len is like, it was kind of over the top. And I'm like, Len, you're not wrong. But when you look that beautiful doing it, I want you to do nothing but that the entire routine because it is so gorgeous. To me, that's why it worked of like, if it was anybody else trying to do three splits, in that 90 seconds yep. no don't do it but because it was so nice they kind of uh -huh. got away with crossing the line because it was good and the fact like it's almost a refuge in audacity of doing it three times should be overkill and because it is overkill it makes it circle back around to being correct yep um, I was getting major Princess Jasmine vibes from her costume yes! in the walls. Yes. It was like a it was like a two-piece and her hair was in kind of like a layered ponytail type thing. Like I was getting major Princess Jasmine vibes, but I agree. I thought her dance was it was beautiful and I thought they both performed very well together. Mm -hmm. I just like how much she cares about this, that she clearly cares so much about yeah. making it perfect, but then she tries not to show that on her face during the performance. Yeah. But like, yeah. she's clearly, you know, based on how the packages go and then how she talks afterward, that she's like thinking she so much about making everything perfect, but you don't see her mm -hmm. thinking. I just, I love that. I, re I really like her. And she's in the bottom two for that dance. Yeah, which is unreal. And then they do a Roomba because she says multiple times in the package, we're doing a Roomba. And they do not call attention to it. Yeah. But I was like, I love this for you. It was a good, Louis said it came naturally for her to do a Roomba. He said that she like was really just, it, it came very easy to her. And, um, I thought it was, a, again, it was a very gorgeous dance. She is giving us consistently beautiful dances. I don't necessarily know that they wow me the way that, like, Mario's do, but, like, mm -hmm. she is so good. The one, like, move. Oh, my God. Of this dance was the greatest move I have ever, my, I literally, I, was gasping my jaw was hanging open i could not handle it she is literally i don't even know if i can describe this so so she has one leg on the ground are they facing each other yes. at the start yes so they're facing each I other i think so yes she has one leg on the ground she lifts the other leg up and starts bending backward to the point that like and they they kind of make it so that she's able to get that leg up she gets it like all the way to be just like a straight, straight line with line. her other leg. Yeah. And it then incredible. she keeps like moving for like Louis is like guiding it even further forward. It is unreal. I could not, but I had to go back. I was just like, 
the dance, like you said, it doesn't necessarily, it didn't necessarily wow me. It was yet again, a very good, a very nice yep. dance. They had, they are building their chemistry. Like oh, this yeah. had chemistry. I was so pleased about it. But that final move made me be like that, that is what we want from her. It was unreal. So like, that's where if I was just like, where are your extensions in your waltz? She made up for it in spades. Louis said, here they are, Chris Stockham. What more can I give you? And I said, thank you. May I please have some more? <laughs> so she scores a 27. We get a lot of couples who score a 27 in week five. Oh, yeah. She gets it's a, it is a pile up at the top in, yep. in this week. I... Honestly, if the dance had just been that final move for 90 seconds, <laughs> I would have been fine. <laughs> I would have given it a 10. So she can just do splits for 90 seconds, and then she can do that move and hold it for 90 seconds, and Chris and I are happy. happy and we're happy, like, happy. if only I had an 11 paddle. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, Monique does escape the bottom two for week mm -hmm. five. Um, I suppose we should have said our, our bottom two person who who was not eliminated in week five was Jerry Springer for that Samba, which mm -hmm. you can't argue it. But also, like, what a shame. Yeah. Just the, the week five scores are so screwed up because I can't argue the four seven, 427s that they give because they are all very, like, mm -hmm. equal but when you have seven couples and yeah. you score four of them 27, you score two people a 24 and that's the bottom score. It's going to make the elimination just feel so weird. Yep. I agree. But, but like truly week five is a great episode of dancing with the stars. Some great dances, generally good Honestly. packages. It's one of the best uh -huh. episodes to date. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. All right, our next dancer is Emmett Smith and Cheryl Motherforkin Burke. Chris, I love him. I love him so much. I really like him. I can't say that I love his dancing, but I really like him. And I think he is... He is visibly improving over these two weeks, which makes me pleased. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just love, like, so they start off his package, and he's like, it sucked. Like, it really sucked being at the bottom. Like, he, he, I just love him. I love how relatable he is. I love how charming he is. Like, I just really, I love him. I don't know what it is. I am just like, Emmett. You are my guy. And it's it's weird because I like hearing myself say, I mean, I like him and you're like being all effusive. And like in my brain, I'm like, the problem is I just love so many of the cast members left that I feel yeah. like I'm trying to not say I love them for each person. And so that's where I'm like, yeah. Ugh, I mean, I like Emmett. But in actuality, I'm like, no, I'm like very into Emmett Smith, but I just don't want to no. be a broken record. I'm trying to be like, okay, well, I can like him a little less, I guess. But no, like I really, 
he is he is a lot of fun and in yes. their paso in their paso he was getting stronger arms mm -hmm. he's fixing mm -hmm. my biggest problem with him that this time his arms like had a purpose to movement they didn't always look natural but they looked powerful no. Like he was finally putting mm -hmm. power in his upper body. And I'm like, that's what you mm -hmm. needed. It's, it's, he, it's coming together for him. Yes. He was the second dance of the night. So he was the first possum of the night. And I think he looked very nervous going into it. And I think he would have performed better if he had gone later in the night, but whatever. I I could not keep my eyes off of Cheryl. Cheryl danced the heck out of this dance. Cheryl oh. was impeccable. Cheryl was not only impeccable, Cheryl made him look better. Yes. Like you're you're yes. saying you couldn't take your eyes off her. 100%. For me, like when they weren't in hold, like yes, I was kind of watching her a lot, but when they were in hold, the way that she was moving, it was kind of papering over some of the things he wasn't doing perfectly. It was kind of making him look better just by being together. Like, honestly, she did a great job in this dance to make him better. I agree. I think he looked clunky at times. Like, I don't think he looked you know, perfect, but like he really was, he was intimidating. He was scary. He was attacking the dance. Like he really did perform it well. So I, I really enjoyed their Paso. It's the Drew Lachey rule. He didn't always look natural at it. He didn't, like you said, he didn't always move exactly as you should, but he captured that intensity. He, he got the bull by the horns. And so just by nature of being in the right mood, he made it look right. Yep. So that dance... And then... Straight eights, 24, good dance. Yep. And then, Katie... And then his samba. Also, I do want to shout out, there wasn't a lot to the package. They just keep really reiterating that they're going to Dallas for the week. And I don't know why they keep shoving this down my throat because I'm like, I get it. But um, this one, his... this one was specifically about his family, which we haven't really seen. And his kids are so cute. I loved his family. They were precious. So again, I'm just like, I love Emmett. It was it was kind of funny. There was this like extended bit where his daughter was talking with him and was like kind she was like doing a jokey jokey bit bit. And honestly, yeah. I had no idea what the bit was. I had no idea why we were watching all of it, but I was charmed by it. I was like, I don't yes. get what she's saying. I don't get why she's saying it. She like tries to get him to give her five dollars or something. Like I truly do not know what happened for those thirty seconds. Yeah. Yet I was like, this is just cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. His samba. Cheryl says that in the package that his smile is worth a million dollars, and she is correct. He looked like he was having so much fun out there. 
their samba made me smile from beginning to end. Like it was just a fun routine. Again, this is why I watch the show is for dances like this, where they're just fun. I don't know why it makes me feel this way. I don't know why I'm smiling, but I just, I feel their joy and it is true joy out there on the dance floor. Like it was so much fun. He really benefits from a good performance in this because like you said, he is having fun. He is dancing quite well. His hips were on fire. Uh Uh-huh. I wasn't necessarily on as on board with their dance as the crowd was, as you were, as the judges were, if only because I'm going to I am going to keep harping on him. He kind of regresses from the Paso to just kind of have a noodly torso. And that disappointed me a little bit. Um, I was like, you are doing everything so well that your arms just kind of barely doing things that just kind of having a weak upper body. I was like, Emmett, you are right there. And so that almost made me be a little harsher on the thing. Cause I'm like, you're having fun. You're dancing the lower body so well, the best that you have done to this point. Like I would say his lower body is the best that it has been through week five, mm-hmm. but the upper body kept, it went backwards from the Paso. And I was like, Emmett, you're right there turn that corner you're right there so i in a weird way i think i am harsher on emmett than any of the the contestants because he is like just about to be exactly in the perfect place he is right there and i want to be harsher because i'm like you are an inch away push through that break that last inch and you have everything like truly he is like just right there which also makes me excited like i'm sounding so harsh on him but i get so excited watching him and talking about him because it's like he is going to be incredible when he puts that final piece of the puzzle in i guess my only like critique to what you're saying is when i think of a samba i don't necessarily think of the upper half of your body as having not purpose, but like, I can't think of like a specific frame you should have. I can't think of like your arms being, you know, doing a certain thing. So like, I guess I, I do feel like you are being a little too harsh on him, but you explained why and I get it and I'm on board with it. For me, I'm just like, I need the arms to be more than like, just sort of there. And I think in a lot of this Samba, like, when I think about it, part of it, part of it is almost like through the shoulders in a samba. And those weren't necessarily like moving. Like I think of a samba, like, yes, it is like tight and controlled, but there is like motion, there is movement. And I, I guess I just didn't necessarily get enough of that. Yeah. It kind of felt like his upper body was just there. I guess I could see what you're saying. I, I, I get it. I will say Len said just from like the fun factor of their dance lens was like he he raved about this dance Mm -hmm. and he said that is what a samba is and they haven't seen it tonight so i applaud their samba they scored a 27 they got straight nines and it was worth every point 
Well, I, I I agree. Len says like they bring the party, the Mardi Gras, the carnival. And in the yeah. end, like for as much as I'm like, oh, like I want the arms. I want the, this, like the fact that he is capturing that fun is like you said, it's, mm-hmm. it's what we love to see from the show. And yep. from a certain sense, it's it, like, truly, he is an exciting contestant. I, I started out us talking about Emmett today of me being like, Ugh, like, I, I, I like him. I, I want this, but like, he is truly in some ways, like the most exciting contestant to, to watch right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I mean, Mario is also exciting, but like for different reasons. Mm-mm-mm. But do Mario. I wanna, do I want to rephrase that? No, because like Mario has, it seems like Mario has the puzzle completed. And so you like, you're just excited to see what they're going to bring because you know that they're always going to bring it. Len calls, Len calls Mario like a tightrope walker. And, and that's, I guess that's right. That's kind of the excitement. Whereas Emmett, it's like, not only do you have the potential because there are some dancers still in this season where they have the potential to be great. And so it's yeah. fun watching them grow. Emmett is like, he is right on the cusp of turning that potential into fireworks. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's already a couple shots going off, but like, it is going to be just like, boom, pow. And it's exciting. Oh, Katie, I'm really enjoying this season somehow. I know, me too. And it seems like you're really enjoying Emmett, even though you won't profess your love for him. But it's fine. It's fine. I I feel like I am. That's the thing. I'm trying. But you won't say the words. You won't say the words. I want to hear that one four-letter word. One word. Four letters. And I'm yours. I know, because I want, when I say it, I want it to feel real. And because I'm like, we are right there and he's going to get it. And I, I want it to be legitimate because yeah. I think, I think I do. I think I do feel that way about him, but there's like the academic part of me. That's like, we're just about to be there. Okay. Okay. I can accept that. There's just something, something about the athletes make me want to be like much, <laughs> much more critical. Probably that David Ross effect. Am I right or am I right? I'm not going to say you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right all you right you can introduce our next contestant because you have more of a love affair with her than i do we must say goodbye to the baddest girl of pop willa ford okay considering everybody that's left i understand that we're saying goodbye to her but willa ford goes home after week five so first let's discuss yeah. the better of her two dances Let's discuss her waltz mm-hmm. in week four. Katie, mm-hmm. I love this. I love this waltz. I don't know if you do, but I love it. She's in this like beautiful white, like satiny looking dress. Um, I didn't like yeah. her hair. Her it made... hair. She was unrecognizable with yeah. that hair. Yeah, it was like unrecognizable. It was like weirdly old. It was like put all up, yeah. it, but like not, but it was just... I, I didn't really like it, but I, I thought it was a very nice dance. It 
I'm not sure it deserved a 10, which it gets from Bruno, because it kind of yeah. starts with a little bit of a wonky posture. Yeah. Um, and so often in the dance, I noticed what you sometimes love to point out, like, it was a plastered on smile. It looked very fake. Also, it was not better than Monique's waltz. It was not no, better. No. It was not better, and it scored... No. It, like, it scored five points higher than Monique's waltz. Yeah. Five points? Yeah, five points. Four points. It was like... Four points. I can do math. It was four points higher. It was like a fine waltz. It wasn't my favorite of the night. And like, I just think maybe it's because the way that she plasters on the smile and maybe it's the way that you can see how other people genuinely feel while they're dancing, how Joey starts beaming in his mm -hmm. dance, how Monique is crying at the end of her dance, how Emmett's smile just gets bigger and bigger while he dances. So then I just think it's like the, the genuineness is what I'm lacking from her. And maybe that's why I can't quite get on board with her because I thought it was a beautiful dance. I thought that she danced it well I didn't care for the ending where they just kind of like awkwardly walked up the stairs and then embraced at the top of the stairs like but that was very much that was very much a Max thing that Max returns to often yeah but it just was like not my cup of tea type of thing no I I don't disagree yeah. my thing is you're right that like everybody else in the dance and all these things are so genuine and yet there's something about her in, in the live show is really where Willa comes through for me. And she really came through in these two episodes. Because, like, as soon as the dance was over, the way she looked and the excitement that she had made it clear, like, she does have that genuine feeling about it. She had that. It was just in the performance it didn't feel genuine. But then afterwards, she's just, like, thrilled, excited, ha clearly having fun. Like, this is clearly something that Willa is really trying for and she's excited that she's in week four she's yeah. not in the bottom two after week four and she's like clearly so excited about that i mean and i i think after she spent a lot of the early times of the competition in the bottom mm -hmm. knowing that the viewers aren't voting for her for her to like be hearing raves from the judges and then getting votes makes her it is clearly like giving her a confidence and is giving her like validation uh -huh. and i just like that for her you can, i can be happy for her i get it I, i'm not gonna say i'm like will afford forever like we stand her like no yeah. but i just i do enjoy her and watching her over these two weeks i found quite fun and enjoyable so their dance gets a 28 they make it on to week five, and in week five, they dance a rumba to every breath you take. Mm -hmm. They go to the beach. So dumb. Yeah, that that was... I mean, I kind of understood some of it, because Max was like, okay, I want you to, like, drag your foot through the sand, and that's how you should be moving. And, like, I can understand that, but, That like, actually, for me, that works so well, and they find a way to motivate it of them going yeah. to the beach. But they clearly just went to the beach because they wanted Max to be, like, in beach attire. They wanted her in a bikini top. Like, yeah. They were also putting a showman's kind of story for them. 
Do they yeah. have as much chemistry as Eminem 2.0, Marilyn Max? Absolutely no. not. And yet, no. Samantha asking questions of Willa trying to be like, hmm, like, your partnership. And then Willa getting flustered because Willa accidentally, like, basically implies, like, we have a lot of chemistry when we do other things than dancing. And the audience yeah. starts tittering and Willa just gets, like, so embarrassed and then continues to say more that, like, is accidentally yeah. implying a romance. And she, like, she's just, she feels very genuine in the live show. And I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. The rumba was a little strangely paced for the bedroom dance. Uh -huh. It was a little bit frantic, but I've just enjoyed her joy at dancing and feeling good about this. And it, it makes me a little sad because she's gaining such confidence and comfort. And that comfortability is something I will be pointing out in a moment. Um, but like, this is about the right time I would have expected Willa to go. I just maybe yeah. would have liked one more week with her. I just, her rumba didn't do anything for me. I thought that she danced, she danced it very well, but the choreography was lacking. I felt it, it wasn't seductive or sultry. I didn't feel like there was any connection or emotion between them. And I didn't feel like she felt the dance. But I do agree with you where like she is having fun on the show and that she does want to be there. So like that's compelling enough for me to be like, I can be kind of a Willa fan. But like when I have other people that I'm connecting with more, she she goes to the bottom of the barrel for me. I know we kind of have made a bit talking about Willa that I'm like all in on Willa, you're not. Yeah. But like, I'm only in on Willa relative to you because when you look at everybody else, it's the same thing as like me and Emmett in actuality. Because when I start talking about Emmett, I'm like clearly in on Emmett. Yeah. With Willa, I'm like, I am in on her, but not to the level that I am for everybody else. Yeah. I am a little sad that she's leaving, yeah. but yeah. I do appreciate that she expresses surprise that she made it to week five. Mm -hmm. There is a light sense that like in a couple of the packages after they almost go home, she's when she talks about like, we clearly just need to do well with the judges because people aren't going to vote for me do this. Like, mm -hmm. and then there are times where she makes it sound like, oh yeah, like I really think I can win this. I can do it. It seems like in actuality, she is shocked that she like she is genuinely surprised to be in mm -hmm. the game halfway through the competition so mm -hmm. it's too bad she leaves especially considering the circumstances of what we're about to talk about but um she joins the 27 club for her for week five and goes home will afford we truly hardly knew ye but it was nice having you here for the ride all right, finally, Katie, let's talk about somebody that you just really liked after week one. And even though- Okay, I'm so sick of anything that I'm saying being used against me. I liked her for a week, my bad. Well, no, Katie, that's that was part of the bit I was going to do because I was like, Katie, somebody you liked in week one. And since then, neither of us has cared. Thank you. Thank like, you. Like, Katie, I was I was not going to leave you hanging because I know we have both been like, okay, great. Goodbye Sarah's now. Here. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, obviously, Vivica is eliminated in week four. 
Willa is eliminated in week five. And yet we are saying goodbye to Sarah Evans. Now, I'm going to explain what happened first, and then we will talk about our feelings on the dances. So, a day or two after the results show, after Willa is eliminated, Sarah announces that she is withdrawing from the competition. It is then revealed that she has filed for divorce from her husband. Um, The producers basically try to tell her, like, if you just want to take a week off or something, you can. If you want to come back next time, like, we can do that. Like, work with us. And Sarah says, nope, I'm going to leave. I need to be with my kids. I need to do this right now. Um, and young children too like her kids are young like none older than 10 yeah one who i believe is a two-year-old at the time um and they they do a in the next week they do a short interview package with sarah talking with her um talking about what happened um in weeks to come it kind of turns into a nasty kind of contentious divorce uh allegations from both sides about infidelity sarah kind of alleges some like patterns of abuse or like bad situations so there is a sense she was clearly going through a lot during this time on the show it's not like all of a sudden this suddenly happened and she's like okay gotta leave like clearly these family things were happening during the show mm-hmm. So we do express, like, our sympathy for her in 2006. She seems to be doing all right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure what she was going through was, like, very difficult. And to try to hide it from the show and the producers and try to keep, like, putting on a happy face and doing all the time that's required for rehearsal, for dancing. Like, I'm sure this was just an incredibly difficult time for her. That colors a lot of the dances we have gotten from her for five weeks. Yeah. Um, It doesn't excuse them, but it maybe explains some of them. Yeah. So all of that said, now let's, let's just discuss them like we would if we didn't have that context. Yeah. Um, she dances a paso in week four. <laughs> bah! Bum, 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 bum. She dances a Phantom of the Opera themed Paso. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say a lot about it because of what she went through and I wanna be kind to her and what you know I'm obviously very sympathetic for what she went through. It was a disservice to do that song. It did not serve a Paso even remotely well she wasn't sharp it was a slow and languid dance um yes that's the thing you can see in performance she is trying for intense she is trying to go for that paso feeling but i think the song just hamstrung them at every turn yeah it was not a paso in my eyes i mean Mm -hmm. it just it was not a good dance it wasn't a good dance from beginning to end and this, they like they did a spin and the spin didn't work after she gets through the dance and the judges comments and everything she's backstage with Samantha and she says that she was um stepping on her dress a lot and that that was kind of messing with her throughout the dance but 
I just, I don't think it was ever going to work given the song choice. Absolutely not. As soon as the song started, I legitimately screamed so loud in my apartment. As soon yeah. as that organ chord happened, I was like, yeah. no. And I just, I texted Katie like, you will never believe the song choice for Sarah yeah. Evans. And if you weren't prepped to know it is a like Phantom of the Opera style Paso, there is no way you would ever think, oh yeah, it's going to be a Phantom of the Opera Paso. No, because they never mention, like, it would be different if they had been like, this is her favorite movie. This is, you know, her favorite mm -hmm. musical. It would be so different if they gave us any indication. But the whole time they're just talking about how, you know, she is struggling with the dance and she's asking Tony if he's mad at her while they're learning it. And Tony's like, no, this is just an intense dance. Like, that's why I'm talking like this. So like, it just, and then it starts and you're like, what the actual fork is going on right now? Mm -hmm. One thing that I like, so the judges don't particularly like it, but the judges critiques kind of all talk about, well, here's how you can learn from this. Here's what you can do next time, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And case file number like 872 for why Tony Dovolani is a great professional on Dancing with the Stars. Mm -hmm. When talking with Samantha, he's like, it says a lot that the judges have this confidence we can bounce back. And yep. It just is clearly a moment to try to reinforce to her it's all going to be okay. It's it's a really nice moment. Um, mm -hmm. The dance gets a 26, 7, 7. Um, it's the lowest score of the night. And it's correct. And it should be. It should be. It's, it's the right, yeah, it's mm -hmm. the right move there. Honestly, she should have gone home after week four. Yeah. But instead, it's Vivica. And then week five happens. Um, their final dance that they perform on the show is a samba. We get to hear her sing, you know, she sings the national anthem and it was nice to get, it was nice to see her talk about how singing gives her confidence and mm -hmm. that it's, you know, kind of a, a part of her identity. So it was nice to see that part of her. Yes, that is all we will say about it. I will not say any further thoughts. Yep. The Samba, they score a 24. Mm -hmm. They, I mean, they tie for the lowest score of the night with Jerry. But I mean, yep. that's only three points off of the four at the top. Um, yeah. Do I think it is that great of a Samba? No, I don't. Mm -hmm. She has like hip ruffles. I wish that she moved them more. She just needs to move her hips. Yeah. Um, like, you can see a certain level of, okay, she's doing some of it well, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's week five and it is not enough. Yeah. But again, considering the context and there are comments from her, Tony and the judges, kind of throughout this night about her family, about the uh, feeling joy, about it, it, like the confidence things. Yeah. And knowing that she is about to quit the show and why she is about to quit the show just makes it feel very harsh in hindsight. And I was all ready to give my actual unadulterated thoughts. I, I just don't feel like I can. No. Because you're right. It's, it, it's, it's too harsh. And yeah. knowing, knowing what she is going through, it's like, do I really believe like, 
just fight through it. Just you're still on this show. You've got to give it your all. Clearly, this wasn't just a, a normal like this was not Shanna who is okay. Yeah. She's going through a divorce, but she's had a little bit of time to process and it's what it is. This is like not only clearly just happening, but this is a bad situation happening. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I'm a terrible person. I am not that terrible. Yeah, exactly. I thought the dance, it was, it was just a fine dance. All of her dances left me feeling underwhelmed. You know, there was, there were none that I was like, oh, there she is. There's our dark horse or anything like that. Um, some of her staccato movements were just kind of awkward. Um, but they did have a very funny moment where after they get done performing, they walk over to the judges and they bow before the judges before they get their comments. And so like, it was nice to see that she could still have some fun given everything that was going on. And I'm sure that the show was a nice distraction for her um, yeah. in some aspects. And I'm sure it was nice to be able to channel some of her energy into something that was bringing her joy um, or so it seemed. And so like, I think, with everything you know being said like I think it was a good time for her to leave I mm-hmm. I understand why she left and obviously we have the ability to have hindsight and like it does change how you how you felt about her and how you viewed her time on the show and you know our hearts just went out to her and it, it seems like she's doing well now obviously you know healing can can be a, a long road and we just we hope the best for her. Yeah. It's it's kind of hard for me because again, I've said like she made it through weeks where she shouldn't have made it through. Yeah. There's part of me that I wish that she had been eliminated because even like this, like would have been nice if Willa had been able to have another week then. Yeah. I'm not absolutely. saying like, oh, Sarah should have already self-eliminated so that Willa could have been saved. No. She was being saved by the voters. I'm that's okay I can be mad yeah. at the voters for that and I, then the fact I, that she quit like she quit at the time that she needed to for her I'm yeah. not gonna fault her it's it's what it is wish all the best to you in 2006 Sarah Evans and we bid you adieu so that brings us to the end of weeks four and five of Dancing with the Stars season three we have a great lineup going into episode six. I am very excited to watch these next two because we really do have a great lineup. And Katie pointed this out. We have one female left now. Yeah. Monique is it. It's just Mo. I mean, based on the beginning of the season when we were like, it feels like a lot of the women are, who are they? Um, It's not surprising somehow. Yeah, I mean, it's surprising that Vivica is gone, but... It's uh, wrong that Vivica is gone. I mean, correct. But by the same token, it is a great final six that we have going mm-hmm. into week six. We'll have fun talking about their group disco next week. But until then, we'll leave you with that. If you want to leave us a comment or review um feel free to do that on apple podcasts uh you can also find us on any other streaming service so like subscribe share with your friends and leave us a review that helps more people find the pod and we enjoy hearing what you have to say Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. You can also follow us on Twitter uh, at JMP Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. Uh, we love being able to interact with you guys. It's a lot of fun. You can like our page. You can follow along. You can also follow our individual Twitter accounts. We're pretty good. I, I just do a lot of retweeting, so you can follow Chris, because his is a lot funnier than mine. And I, I absolutely do not tweet about Dancing with the Stars, so if you want not that, follow <laughs> me there. <laughs> well, Chris, I love you, and I like you. Katie, I occasionally hear you, and I see you. And please, remember to tune in for an all-new episode of Help Me Help You, coming up next. <laughs>